Hey there. Welcome to the in-between. We're glad you're uh, here with us today um, on this fine morning that we are recording this in an undisclosed location. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just kidding. Who Who was it that used to, who's the right-wing commentary guy who used to say the Deep in a hidden bunker, far beneath the like, you I had don't some know, whole that's long hilarious. deal. It was really, mm -hmm. it was pretty good. Anyway, I, don't, I don't know that one, but that's the Mark Levin, I think. Anyway, Mark whoever, Levin, yeah. I got to tell you, the way you say, "Hey, hey, hey, there, welcome to me," I always want to go. Well, thank you. Every <laughs> single time, like well, every thank you. single time. <laughs> well, thank you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Anyway. I'm trying to be as nondescript as I can. I appreciate it. No, I mean, it sounds good. It's not, that's not, that's not a criticism. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's up? What's, What's up? up? Anyway, sorry. Ooh, we got to oh, not do that. Wow. Yeah, no, that's probably not good. Wow. Yeah. Hey. Welcome we're, to in between. We're supposed to be on our last week of Second Peter. Don't be saying stuff like that. I'm just saying, like, there's some pressure. I know it. <laughs> we've got, we've got... We've got a week, and no. then and then we've got to be. Uh, I don't even know what um, Bob is preaching on. Do you know uh, what Bob is preaching? Discipleship. On? He's going to do, do two, weeks, couple, on yeah, two weeks on discipleship. Discipleship. He and I were talking about it wow. a few months ago, and he started talking to me about it. And I was like, you know what? I think what you're saying right now is kind of, would be a kind of a cool thing for the whole church to hear. Mm -hmm. So uh, anyway, anyway, discipleship. What, yep. And then Paul's going to preach for a week. Yep. Do you know what on yet? I thought Bob was preaching on the kingdom of heaven, and I was well, finishing that. It's so, both. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of so both. It'll, through discipleship through the kingdom. So you're going to stick with yeah, whatever yeah. theme that is. Yeah. Okay. He's going to correct whatever Bob does wrong. <laughs> yes. Kind of kind of cleanup hitter. Always, yeah. Always got to have, always got to have a guy back there with a mop, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Right. And then you're going to come back and do, uh, um, Devoted Sunday with uh, Blake Arrington. Yep. And y'all are going to talk about life groups, which will fit well hey. coming out of discipleship. Yeah, sure will. Um, on purpose. Blake, who uh, nailed the announcements, just want to say. Nailed the yeah. announcements. Okay, so I love this podcast in that we can say things, there's really no accountability because there's not a <laughs> lot of people listening. But wow, uh, after we got down, I said, wow, you can you could take the... Green Acres out of the... You can take the boy out of the Green Acres, but you can't take the Green Acres out of the... <laughs> That's he funny. thought that was funny. The uh, That line, I like told the, you, the line I'm going to come back to. That. It wasn't inform. It was... Uh, no. Make evident. Make, make evident. evident. Yeah, yeah. Make There's, evident. I have a couple of things I want to make evident to you. It was like, <laughs> golly. That's that passive, passive voice, yeah. pastor speak. Yep. Um, I'm not responsible for what I'm about to say. <laughs> Well, anyway, you know. And which is so funny because that Blake gives off none of those vibes in it, person. Yeah. No, absolutely. Like zero, absolutely zero. So anyway, that was just There's some programming that that's right. Is uh, there. He said that he said being on stage could be a high stress thing at sometimes at Green Acres. So I believe you. And yeah. I want to take that away from you. Exactly. <laughs> hey, bud. No, yep. no. There's a lot of disadvantages. That's one of our advantages. Um, don't have to stress quite so much. Probably. I told him you just needed practice. You can have it more often. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. It's probably, it's probably not a bad idea. It's very generous of you, Paul. Yeah, someone in this role. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Paul's willing to sacrifice. Uh, like, listen, <laughs> yeah, we got another fine. person who's not, you know, 
otherwise engaged, could you please get up here? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I figure his job will have him busy most Sunday mornings. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if he does it, you know. <clears throat> yep. With with enough lay leadership, there's That's right. there's no reason for him to be in there. So very cool. Anyway. I'm excited about that for him. Him I'm 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 excited about him stepping into that role more and more. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be really cool. I'm excited about him being here at work. He we literally, you know, he's been here for like 4 or 5 weeks, but like two weeks was Israel, and then he had an anniversary trip already on the books. Yeah. So it's kind of funny that um, we had our literally our first family triad meeting yesterday. Oh wow, that was yeah. our first one with Rebecca because Rebecca had honeymoon yeah, and, and then something else, and so and then dr dr trip and and so our first one was yesterday and uh, talking about <coughs> rites of passages and how integrating those into the overall ministry of the church and how that's going to work. So anyway, this was really, that was really cool. And then, but yeah, yesterday in our one-on-one meeting, he, he literally pulled out the calendar and he said, can I go over the whole annual calendar and you could tell me which of these things I'm in charge of? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure part of that came from me, you know, sending him that text that was like, Hey, you're going to be taking over <laughs> or telling, I guess, Derek Piercy and oh yeah, Highland Games. Marshall, like, hey, yeah. You're, Scott Fest. This is this is Blake. And next year he's going to be doing this. Yeah, and I'm sure he was like, "What? What? <laughs> what have I signed up for?" Sorry, Scott man. Scott Fest. Um, yeah, that's going to be that's going to be really fun. I, th- I think it's going to be good. Yeah. Did you hear about the little issue that they ran into? That no, that Sam. Oh yeah, an email the, from the another Scott another Fest. Scott Fest. <laughs> but it was like. <laughs> Oh my God! I don't know this. There's okay. a there's a guy in Oklahoma um, who said that our logo was too close to his um, because he had Scott Fest with a a symbol in the middle. A I don't symbol in it was. the middle, but it wasn't like it wasn't the same symbol. Anyway, yeah. and there's like blue involved. And yeah, I was like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> but wow. at the same time, I don't know. He, I, I think. They, they, he had some people on his end reach out to him and be like, are you involved with this? Because this looks like us. So, or yeah. you. So at least whatever. it was brought to him, not he was stirring up. <clears throat> right. Yeah. yeah. But in, in the conversation, apparently the guy was like, I've he's, already done this. We've was, already had to go through these legal yeah, he issues was pretty before. close to like cease and desist. And I'm like, like, oh, wow. Okay. So, hey, we got to, we got to rebrand the Highland Games again. I mean, Scott, I mean, the Scottish game. <laughs> I, I did mean, have uh, a little bit of a moment where I was like, <laughs> we've done it every year. Why not now? Y'all next time, just look around and yeah, make exactly. sure that we don't look like anybody else. But it's still the same awesome event, whatever we call it, whatever's there. So we need to make like a rainbow uh, <laughs> Scott Fest or, you know, whatever logo. And no in the arc. Nobody. Yeah. The Scottish or, collaborative. Or not. That's the right. Scottish collaborative. <laughs> Scottish Collective. That's right. Uh, Scott Collective. What, what, no, we always no. run into that with the min- mentoring. See, I'm even on the board. Right. The Mentoring Alliance. The mentoring Alliance. And the Foster Collective. Fostering Foster, Collective. Fostering Collective. Foster Collective. Fostering Collective. Fostering. Yeah. I'm, on the, I'm, the, I'm the chairman oh of the board, no. and I can't get those right. No. Fostering Alliance. No. Fostering Alliance. You see, yeah. now you're going to mess me up forever again. Okay. Speaking of first it, Peter. Yeah, second, <laughs> or second. In this case, second Peter. I know. would no. be even better, right? <laughs> Um, all right, so okay. Um, uh, Just letting y'all know how 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 probable it is that after all of this talk on discipleship, we're going to come back and finish Second Peter. Yep. Instead of moving into First Samuel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, we, did you know that the uh, kids are doing 
First Samuel right now? I did see that. I did notice that. So that'll be that'll be a fun little connection as well. Although they'll they're way ahead of us. They're way ahead of us. In fact, they said Daniel they just, and Goliath. I mean David and Goliath. <laughs> exactly. Daniel. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, David and Goliath. Whoops. Um how yeah. many how many animals did Moses take on the ark? <laughs> That's right, exactly. Um Anyway, uh, that's a so yes. Th- this is a this is going to be um, a big deal when we're work- looking at this last little section. And I'm curious to hear y'all's thoughts on this too. I've got to pull my Bible back up again. Um, the last section here too. Um, so, <clears throat> <coughs> sorry. Um, this this section that is all about. I love the connection to knowledge. You know, he's talked about knowledge all the way through building mm-hmm. up to, and the last few verses, refer, last couple of verses reference it again, the, the knowing and the knowledge. Um, but before that, well, I need to throw that away. The um, uh, Therefore, beloved, since you are waiting for these, be diligent to be found by him without spot or blemish and at peace. And, and I'm going to link that back to verse 11. Um, what sort of people ought you to be... In, in lives of holiness and godliness, waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of the Lord. So I'm going to link 11 and 12 um, down to 14 and 15. Um, as far as, I mean, just straight up, this is, this is straight application. Mm-hmm. Like that's okay. You know, these things, you have taught you these things. Now I've warned you about the problems. Now mm-hmm. you need to be living a certain way, right? Right. Yes. And so therefore, since you're waiting for these, while you're waiting, be diligent um, to live these things out, to be found without spot or blemish at peace. I'm going to have to unpack those a little bit. Of course, I've got to reference his little comment on Paul, both as a huge a huge compliment, referencing his work as scripture. Yep. Mm-hmm. But then also the, the, little, dear brother. the little bit of, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, the little bit of the backhanded, you know, I know some of his stuff is hard to understand. Um, I don't know if that's extra funny because it's Peter. You could totally imagine Peter being like, man, Paul, oh my gosh, there's an easier way to say that or, you know, or what, but I think, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to know how far back that, uh, sass goes. Cause according to the wisdom given him, mm-hmm. I think could be very serious. Yeah. Cause the wisdom has been given to him. Right. Or it could be. <clears throat> Paul also wrote to you, according to the wisdom given him, <laughs> yeah. as he does in all of his letters, which in some of them are really hard to understand. This is one of those friendships that you'd love to know more about their yeah. friendship. Yeah. Um, I, w- I wish we knew more about how well they knew each other, how they got along. Because um, you kind of have, in a sense, you know, a little bit of two alpha males here, right? Sure, absolutely. So, From very different backgrounds. Yeah. And um, I'm sure Peter, with the way that Paul's crowd engaged with Jesus, like, I don't know if there would be a chip on his shoulder right. around Paul, or if there would just be like this inherent distrust um, yeah. of him because of that. Like, But then he comes preaching the gospel, and he's like, well, he's preaching the gospel. Right. I don't know if like knowing Nicodemus would have <clears throat> settled some of that inside of him. You know, we don't know what that relationship looked like after. Right. But anyway, like there's. Yeah, I don't know. You got the Jerusalem Council right? Yeah. where Paul gets up and speaks a whole lot of very elegant, you know, very yeah. wise words. And, right. 
Nobody seems to care. And then yep. Peter gets up and it's like, yep, that guy. That guy. We'll and that, that ends it. And that ends it. Peter yeah. ends it just so simply. Yeah. And then you have, you know, kind of the probably inverse where now the apostle Paul confronts Peter. Yep. Yeah. Um, about dietary eating and who he's eating with. Yeah. And Peter says, like, yeah, yep, seems right. to, that guy. Seems to confront, yeah. It seems to be like, it. yes, that's, that's, that's what exactly I exactly right. And yeah. so, yeah, it, I mean, it's got to be at least somewhat of a yeah. dynamic relationship. They certainly sure. have a lot of respect. They seem to yes. have respect for each other. That much is clear. Definitely. Right. Um, and this passage shows that. I mean, that there's a there's a respect that Peter has. I mean, that Paul, yeah, that Peter has for Paul, for Paul. calling him a dear brother, saying what he has is wisdom, and then putting it in. I mean, I actually think Peter here is putting Paul's writings alongside the Hebrew scriptures. Right. I mean, I think when Peter uses the word scriptures, he's talking about he just those. doesn't mean stuff that people wrote. I mean, I, I think he really no. is saying. Yeah. It's inspired by God in the same way that Well, he just wouldn't Isaiah, have used the word scripture if right. he wasn't talking about that. I, I really think so. And so I think that's that's wild, the, the thought that Peter in his lifetime is already referring to Paul's writings as, man, you need to read Isaiah, and you need to read Deuteronomy, and you need to read Paul's letters. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and you need to read Corinthians. That's right. Um, the letter to the the letters to the Corinthians. Yeah, exactly. All four of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Make sure we get all four. Um, um, no, that, yeah. I have no idea, but the, yeah, that's, I, I, I think that's wild too. Um, I'm actually really grateful for it, um, because he spends so much time talking about, uh, the false teachers. Right. And then for this at the end oh, to that's be like, good point. Yeah. very clear, right. like I'm not talking about Paul. Right. Wow. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's a good input. I like that. Yeah. I think I was going more towards the audience base of. Again, here, here he is writing to those that are kind of on the the fence straddlers, you know, the kind of ones yeah. who are kind of figuring this out, yeah. still a little bit ones who could be manipulated by those teachings. Yeah. And to say like, yeah, you're, you're probably at the level you need this more simply put. Mm -hmm. There's yeah. this guy, Paul, who writes it probably way above your heads, you yeah. know? And, but again, I think it's just more of like being sensitive to the audience he's even writing mm -hmm. or relating to the audience he's writing to. That's yeah. very true. It's, it's intriguing that he says, <clears throat> I haven't got to the commentaries yet on this, but when, Paul, when he says that Paul also wrote to you, because, you know, there's no... I don't know why it's doing that, but you got to stop my it. My microphone just became a Decepticon or something. <laughs> started, started moving on its own. <laughs> I'm um, out of here. I exactly. I don't like what this guy's saying. <laughs> um, this is a... Uh, um, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's interesting looking at Nope, I got it. I don't have it. What was I talking about? I don't know. 15, <laughs> that, that Paul also wrote to them. Yeah, that Paul also wrote to them. Who Who is them? Was this a, mm -hmm. I mean, Second Peter doesn't seem to have a, a specific target audience. Um, Like, it's not like, this is Peter's letter to the Corinthians. Yeah, but Paul wrote to everybody, so. It's kind of a safe bet. That, it's like, yep. yeah, I'm sure Paul, Paul probably wrote you a letter and it didn't make any sense. Yeah, exactly. Don't worry, it didn't make any sense to me either. <laughs> It was challenging, but don't go twisting it. Yeah. That's a, that's a, but he was right. So don't you dare. Um, yeah, that's pretty huge. But I, I also love like wrapping up and I assume, you know, we, we, our benediction Sunday will be verse 18, which is 18. just one of the greatest of all mm. the letter ending benedictions ever. And it's just well written. I mean, this is good literature that to end with the almost identical, like to end with the idea of the knowledge again, that he references back, grow in the grace and knowledge 
of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Both now and to the day of eternity, or to him be the glory, both now and to the day of eternity. Yep. Like, good job, Emmanuensis, whoever was writing for Peter. Yeah, exactly. This is really... <laughs> This is really just, um, it's really just beautiful. He like, Peter ends and he's like, hey, make it sound good at the end. <laughs> uh, so yeah, verse two, well, all the way back said, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus, our Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, second Peter is also one of those that's the most clear about who they, when people say, did they really think Jesus was, was God? Yes, they do. I mean, second Peter is pretty clear about that. Um, but yeah, I just I'm excited about going into it and and diving into that. I didn't find it. We talked about the hastening a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, and I, I didn't find. Only found a couple of passages really that I think could be directly applicable. And one of those one we talked about. The main one I think, especially given all the references to Matthew 24, is that you know that the gospel will be preached in all nations, mm-hmm. and and that is from that passage. So given all the other ways that this whole book interacts with Matthew 24, it just makes sense to me that that's what Peter would mainly be referencing is that idea of, hey, listen, we're supposed to be getting the word out. That's our job. Um, that's our role in hastening it. Yeah. I also think that just given the, you know, the other ways that we've been talking about what waiting looks like, yeah, that the hastening may even just be referencing the like on your toes nature of it. Like you're Hmm. like, we're leaning into this. We're, we're moving forward. And that like, I don't know. Definitely. There, there seems to be an action point of preach the gospel, preach the gospel, preach the gospel, preach the gospel. Don't be led astray. Preach the gospel. Yep. Um, But it's an active thing. And so many times, I think especially now, and maybe that's a consequence of 2,000 years. Right. It's kind of, eh, we're waiting. Sedentary feels, yeah, I mean, we, we got a guy, we, we pay a guy to preach the gospel. Right, right. We're, we're ready, right? Isn't that a, yeah, the idea that that's probably how, I mean, I don't know. Do you think, do you, if, if we ask the question, how are you? And I will ask this Sunday, I think, how, how are you? Look at your life and how are you expanding the message of the kingdom yeah. in the world? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, that's part of why, this is part of why I wanted the next few weeks to be about the kingdom and discipleship and what our role is in that. And because it, it's not a, I don't want us to be a church that, that like uh, Francis Chan talked about years ago, the thousand pound Christians, the people who just sit and, Feed me. I just want to be fed, and they're not. They're not engaged. They're not burning those spiritual calories. Like what? Are, what are we doing if we're not engaging and working and investing and being intentional and and getting to know people and inviting friends in our house? And we talked about Blake asked me yesterday when we looking at the calendar. He's like, I see that the Super Bowl's on the calendar. Do we do something special? I like, no. It's just we just want to be aware of where it falls so yeah. we don't accidentally try to plan some of the exact same time that's going to whatever and like d now <clears throat> yeah exactly oh my gosh <laughs> i said however because there's always a chance that a team that someone cares about will be in the super bowl not likely but it's possible around here yeah around here and so around um, here and so i said 
I said, maybe what we need to be doing is, you know, do some official training on how to host a Super Bowl party at your house. And boy, his eyes just lit up like, oh, I'm all about that. That would be so (laughs) cool. How to how do we host our neighbors in our home? And this would be a great, you know, because Christians sometimes have the best TVs and surround systems, you know. (laughs) Well, I know one who's about to have the best. Exactly right. So we need to. Like, that would be a great opportunity to say, how do I get people into my home? Mm. And then, well, how do I follow up with that? Right. And, you know, it'd be, anyway, just some just some good thoughts. Some interesting thoughts as we're talking about our role in expanding the kingdom and hastening the day of the Lord. Whatever exactly that all means. Yeah, I love There it. you go. I'm excited about it. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be great. Yep. Um, so we hope we see you on Sunday. Yeah. And maybe we'll get through Second Peter. be encouraged. <laughs> <laughs>